on the Geek Out podcast, China has imposed a gaming curfew on its citizens 18 and under. Disney Plus has finally launched. Yay! So we've got lots of Mandalorian to talk about. As well as maybe, hopefully, actually getting to review commendation Watchmen and his dark materials, like we mentioned last week, but... Galaxy Edge. I have Edge spoken, and I still have more things to say because I didn't get to tell you about Hyperspace Mountain. Nerdy is the new sexy. It's good to be a geek. The Zones Geek Out, the podcast. What was the runtime on that talk last week? I enjoyed it. Like it don't get me wrong. Minutes. It was like 35, 35 minutes. minutes. I know. I looked at it because uh, I saw the, like, uh, like when Brian sends out all the time sheet things the, for the cues time, and codes. I, time codes and I was like oh fuck <laughs> it's like when it goes from you it's like <laughs> double digits and then when it afterwards it's like triple digits yeah. it's Sorry. okay it was, it was like good, a two was hour good long. content good yeah. content it was yeah this is the Zones Geek Out podcast it's episode 59 we record this on Thursday November 14th 2019 I'm Webmeister Bud I host Bud's Weekly Geek Out Wednesdays at 7.20 with Paul and Jason in the Morning Zone I'm DJ Boitano. You can hear me on the mixtape every weekday in the afternoon zone. I'm Publicino. I usually host that afternoon zone, but this week, like Bud said, I'm again feeling it for Dylan, and that's why I'm so sleepy. Did you say Paul and Jenny? Jason. I said Paul and Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, same, same. Whatever. These two <laughs> I'm Kirsten James, and I'm still sick, and you're going to listen to me talk about Disneyland for another 40 minutes. No, it is not the same <laughs> as being with Jason as being with Jenny. Oh, my God. Mr not paying attention during most of the show. Oh, really? Oh, my God. How many times have I been? Hey, hey. Please, <laughs> really? Across, yeah, he reads oh his God. news and then he starts shopping on eBay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Jenny shops, but at least she pays attention during the breaks. When the mics are heated up, she's actually wow. engaged. My God. So this week on Buzz Weekly Geek Out. Uh, wait a minute. No, waiting a minute now. Art's not here. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, yes. regrets for Art for a third week. Kind of feel bad from that totally last podcast. Didn't forget about you, Art. We love you. Yeah, Art is on his third and final week. Come back. He actually Art, might like... still be here. We should check in if he's still uh, rebutting. People. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so yes, Art will be returning to his regular spot uh, next week. Listen to Between the Stammers. I don't know. He's not here, so I got to promote his show. Oh, yeah, that's good. I can't wait till he's back. Oh, I got to rebut his rebut. <laughs> Is it like 12 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> this week no. on Bud's Weekly Geek Out. Speaking of butts. Okay. Yeah, what happened on this? So Facebook does auto-captioning on the things, the audio that we upload. So, you know, I upload the Bud's Weekly Geek Out to Facebook, and then I auto-caption turns on, and... It, first off, it, it, like it spells Jason's name three different ways. It spells Dylan's name three different ways. It always spells your name incorrectly. And yeah, this week I noticed that it was Bud's Monster Geek Out. <laughs> or, or Web, uh, what is it? Web, web Monster, yeah, Web Monster Bud. And then Butts, B-U-T-T-S, <laughs> Weekly Geek Out. So. How much of that is us slurring or like mumbling? Well, hey, the AI is doing as good a job as it can. Yeah. The but the butts weekly geek out that was part of the produce promo. So there's there's little bits and bobs right. of audio that are going underneath. So that's to, but it it hasn't gotten it wrong before. This is the thing. Well, right? I think because like, AI is sort of like a learning technology, and it hears every time we call you Sexmeister Bud. <laughs> that's right. So it's like, oh, you must be doing geek out about butts. <laughs> Great. Thanks. And I love the idea of a sex monster Bud. I think <laughs> that's bud. that's your next evolution. Get that's off my Twitter. When they touch Get you with the Twitter. evolution stuff. No. Six Touch me with an evolution stick, did you say? Oh, my God. Yeah, from Pokemon. <sighs> this week on Bud's Weekly Geek Out, 
My motherland went and uh, imposed a gaming curfew for minors. So if you're, you can't play any more than, I can't, I, I had, I, I read this whole thing and I don't have the figures in front of me. Um, something like 90 minutes a day. Uh, you can't play between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. and three hours on holiday, uh, weekends and uh, public holidays. And they're also limiting your spending, about 40 bucks if you're between, um, I can't remember, 13 and 16, and about uh, 80 bucks. This is per month if you're uh, between 16 and 18. What's a minor in China? But below, like below 18, 18 and younger. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, China is going to impose a real name registry. So people who are playing these MMORPGs or MMOCCGs have to be on there with their real names, and they are limited. So, like, every account has a clock, and you can't play above this what? time or in these hours, and you can't spend above but this But what much. if you get, like, per- parental permission? Like, what if you're, like, a Chinese miner? China don't care! Who's, like, you know, like a gamer and making your parents millions of dollars because you're out playing, like, the the whatever game of the year Kirsten please the Chinese government knows better than parents (laughs) obviously honestly that's it right yeah Yeah. okay obviously this is bad it's bad to restrict anyone's freedoms to just do whatever they want that's very that's a lot of government overreach I I understand that but (laughs) are there some reasonable aspects to this like I can't control myself, as we've talked about before. Playing. And you're a grown-up. And I'm a grown-up. And if someone, if the government, the hand of the government, stepped in and was like, no, go to sleep. That's very stupid that you've been playing Zelda for this long. <laughs> That's uh, like objectively better for me, as well as how much money I can spend. Like, And especially these are minors. I don't think this is such a bad idea. It's a little restrictive. Like 10 p.m., come on, on a Friday night, just let me play until midnight. But to... Like, aren't people having struggles doing this themselves? Aren't video games, and especially these ones that are so popular there, aren't they so addictive that this maybe is something that does need a little bit of interjection? So you're saying you would be a better citizen in China. Because <laughs> this government obviously can't even get you to pay your parking tickets. Oh! <laughs> to address your first point, this is the uh, Nintendo Switch Parental Controls app. Okay. And you can go in here and limit the amount of play hours. Oh. Gives you a t- little timer and every, you know, five minutes left and everything if you want. You can restrict all sorts of things on here. I, j- I don't restrict anything because I'm always there, you know, if ever my kid is playing it. But it's also just good telemetry. You can just see how long right. you played, what accounts, what games. I, I just like stats. I, oh, that, sure. That's just fun. That's interesting. So you can do it to yourself, too. It's not just for kids, obviously. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Um, but the other part of this is, you know, there, there's people that are going to say, where are the parents? It should be the parents responsible. And I think, to a certain extent, maybe. But it's it's the real world. People are busy. People in China may be already feeling oppressed and not worrying about their kids' video game time. So, eh, I they don't. also work because, like, I I, don't, I haven't been to China. I've been to Hong Kong, and um, people work long fucking days. You know, I I will see people coming home from work on the MTR, like on their their subway system. You know, at like nine o'clock at night. Oh, from right? work. From work. Dang. You know, so yeah. like they're. You know, I th- I think that could be part of it too. Is yeah. that like, you know, kids will go to school, come home or do whatever their extracurricular stuff is, come home and you know maybe and this is not like a generaliza- uh, generalization, but like maybe there are a number of uh, families that you know don't have the sort of 
ability to regulate because they're just right. yeah, you know, they're constantly on the move. But so what? 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 So what if your parents are at work until nine o'clock and you want to sit down and play a video game? To like, what? What the fuck do they want these kids doing instead? Becoming good soldiers. <laughs> yeah, that's why wow, they're playing dude. like Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, practicing. exactly. Practicing that's that right. for the future <laughs> when the, the drones are going to be controlling war. But I think you hit on it 100% with the word generalization. Mm. This is like the broadest strokes possible. Yep. Taking the possibly the actions or complaints about the few and applying it to the everybody. You know, and I never think that is a good idea. Standardizing this kind of thing because... Everybody is different. What if you're homeschooled? What if your parents are on shift work? What if you're an early bird? You know, I'm just talking about the people under under uh, 19. And and they're under 19. Sometimes they're awake all the time. Sometimes they sleep until 10. Um, but it just, you can't paint everyone with the same brush. Um, I, in general, yes, think it is very limiting in, in both respects. Um, but I think about possibly a single parent who's just too frazzled to deal with it. And maybe those rules are okay. But then again, maybe you have... A cool single parent who was also a gamer and would like, you know, more to have more time well, to, you get that to do Shaw this. Wi-Fi and just turn your Wi-Fi off. You're right. Yeah. The, the new like, Shaw. There's other things. I think I hate this. Yeah. I think this is stupid. Like, I personally believe that it should be in the hands, in the control of the parents. But I might just. Well, we never grew up in a communist society. It's just so weird that, that, that you guys are like trying to make points for this. You're like, well, the parents are busy, so we get it. No, this no, is bullshit. I'm trying. I'm trying to rationalize why they. Would, no, why and they I'm do not this, saying. I'm definitely not personally. saying that I, I get it. This at all. We, oh, I'm with it. I'm totally for it. It's a, come on, let th- these kids should be out doing something else. Do your homework. That's enough video games for a bit. You Six, know they're not going to do homework. Uh, then go out and go for a walk or something, or get a dog, or do some push-ups. They're going to get like porn magazines and just. Well, good then. Sexuality. How wonderful. Uh, look it. It's only till you're 18. I don't even think that's such a bad deal. I don't think it's so bad. I'm down. Good for them. Well, well, then, to China. When I like play so many video games, <laughs> I know it's bad for me. It's no, bad. it's not. It's good for your hand-eye coordination. That much, though. Yeah. Limiting it is not a bad thing. I, don't I read think a science a science article about how uh, they are trying to encourage uh, people that want to be surgeons to play more video games because it helps something in your brain with the hand-eye coordination. Well, it's yes. been used for military military training for decades. Yes, yeah. But guys, this is not no video games. This is just not as much. And you can't play all night. You can't not go to sleep playing video games. Mm. I, I don't know. I'm Again, a functioning I, I, get, I understand. in society. Philosophically, <laughs> bad. you shouldn't do. Overreach. But these rules are not so bad. And if you impose them on yourself... I think there'd be a better, more reasonable amount of video game playing in your life. What's the thing that Even you in like adult that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Paul, you can only eat pasta. <laughs> one. One. Racist. Two. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> moderation. Paul Everything Italian, in moderation. Okay. Yeah, but now I'm going to tell you when you can eat your fucking pasta and your sparkly water. Oh. The spicy water? Spicy water is on fucking holidays only, and you can only drink it for 20 minutes between 1 a.m. and 1.20 a.m. That's unreasonable. <laughs> These rules aren't unreasonable. The government already tells Why me all kinds of stuff. Water? Why not reach into video games, too? I don't, don't think it's so bad. Water. You know what? I'm all the way for it now. Now fighting with you, Kristen. <laughs> I'm a card-carrying communist. Ugh. Hello, everyone. There's Commandant Mary over here. Hello, announcer meeting. In control. Oh, Thank now it's the Q announcer meeting. <laughs> it wasn't today at 9.30? No, that was the Q morning show meeting. That took her a couple tries to... <laughs> I should probably be at that meeting. Okay, good segue, everyone. That's great. Let's stop talking about this. 
Uh, do we want to go over oh. a bunch of the trailers and coming soon news that we that we had that we saw? Yeah, we'll do the, the that soul trailer. I didn't watch it because everyone was like, "Oh, I'm crying already," and I was like, well, "I'm not fucking watching that trailer." Then yeah, it's I didn't so watch it either. Little cry. It was yeah, great. I don't want to watch a crying trailer. Great catchy music though. Is it too much? Do do do. Yeah, it's like an afterlife about movie, right? Yes, it's yeah. an afterlife about movie. Is it just like Ghost movie. Dad? They've we're just oh, <laughs> we've done Ghost, Ghost Dad. Dad. Did anybody see Inside Out? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's like Inside Out. Basically, it's another Inside Out. One of those Inside Out floopy characters right. uh, is is what happens to the main character after something happens so to the main character. So you have all your emotions and a soul. Uh, sure. Probably just maybe just a soul in this. Um, did anyone see Coco? Yes. Mm. No. See, I saw The Book of Life. Oh. Which was a fantastic movie, not by Disney. Um, I was so impressed with the Book of Life that I'm scared to see Coco because I'm afraid it might not because they're both very similar yeah. sort of Dios de la Muertas kind of. It is about theme. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Day day. yeah. I thought Coco was really good and probably dealing with similar themes and all that. Yeah, yeah. I feel it's like. so funny. They're like from the studio that brought you up and Coco, and I'm like, oh, the other dead person movie. Great, good, oh, good. Right. Yeah, constant so. crying. Anyways, it looks pretty good. It's going to come out uh, Disney movie June 19th of next year. It has Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey, and one trailer is out and looks okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about as subject matter. I don't. I just don't know. Is it kind of lazy? To just like we did emotions. Now how about soul? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it used to be that there was maybe this is just Pixar's formula. I mean, I guess it's you take broad things: toys, cars, a robot, souls, soul, <laughs> right? <laughs> Emotion. So you, there's only so many things that are that big, broad, and and kind of everyone can touch on them for Pixar to to tackle. Soul. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul's not convinced. Mm. I don't know. They 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 haven't really steered me wrong with regards to making a good story. No, of course you know, not. Telling a good right. story. Yep. And even like after, and we're going to be talking about Disney Plus, but even seeing all these shorts that they do. And mm-hmm. stuff is it's pretty amazing. Brand new short just on Disney Plus called Float. Yeah, I um, love it. It was I love it. Well, oh yeah, Filipino yeah. kid. Yeah, there you go. Was he um, Filipino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I didn't know that from watching. <laughs> Racist, what? <laughs> Racist. <laughs> I just knew that from reading an article about it. But oh, yeah. I see. Float is a cute seven-minute uh, new Pixar short about a baby who floats and how the dad, uh, single dad, deals with it or doesn't deal with it. As He uh, gets as China in there and he regulates his yeah. floating hours. Spelt float with a PH. <laughs> oh, one racist. <laughs> I was going to try about you people next. <laughs> oh. Bad Boys for Life trailer two came out. This uh, comes out on January 17th, so we're pretty close to see Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence back at it again. Does Will Smith like owe somebody money or something? <laughs> What's happening right now? Like G- Gemini Man and this. Oh, Bad Boys for Life though will do better than Gemini Man. But like what? Like it's like it's uh, he's trying to have his own renaissance. He's like, well, Keanu did it, and so he's like trying to come back. And I don't understand why do we need you now, Will Smith? It's funny because I was about to say I like him. I like the stuff he does, and then I think I'm like I haven't actually paid to see anything that he has. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like where did he come from? Who does he owe money? I don't understand. I still like Will Smith. Oh, I like Me him, too. but I like it just seems weird. He has enough goodwill from his you know original Smithisons and. <laughs> That he could just like carry on it's called just as the a millennium. Sorry, the millennium. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> he could just it, carry on it, as a beloved actor for the rest of his life, but stop choosing dumb bad movies to be in now. Yeah. I blame Gemini Man on Ang Lee. 
one. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just like whatever his fucking technology was. I thought yeah. it was a great concept, but yeah, it just, it just um, didn't spark me enough to go see it. Will Smith, though, like, because there was a period of time in the last maybe five to eight years that he hadn't made any big movie but had this huge presence on social media like his Instagram account is my favorite Instagram oh, account to follow it's incredible um, yeah so much good stuff and back when I was kind of in the day when I was sort of growing up with his movies he was the guilty pleasure you know he's the, he's like the rock like in terms of like the movies that that I, I used to like watching but it was like okay there's not a lot of substance in this movie but I like watching it yeah yeah you know um so Bad Boys for Life, I think that's unlike Gemini Man. I think Bad Boys for Life is is already keying into an audience, like an existing audience of people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. like the Bad Boys movies, um, because especially you know Bad Boys One was one of his first sort of you know semi serious action movies um, at the time. outside of you know outside of doing the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right. Um, I saw that article as well uh, not too long ago about uh, Roland Emmerich. Who directed um, Independence Day? Hey, and, and the day after tomorrow. Yeah, and but he blamed Independence Day resurgence being so bad on Will Smith. Really? Because Will Smith dropped out of the movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. Yeah, that's that what a shitty thing to say. Is, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, put Will think Smith it was that bad. Resurgence, like I, mm. I, I, I like watch it on I Netflix. I didn't pay to go see it. And yeah, I was, like, oh. I was like, yeah, that was an Independence Day movie. I, I remember I how good Remembrance Day One is, though. Remembrance <laughs> Day, Independence <laughs> Day. Oh my Sorry, God. we should make you a movie. People. Remembrance Day. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a Remembrance Day movie. For Today Canadians. will be our Remembrance, <laughs> remembrance Day. Day. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. But so apparently this... <laughs> apparently. Roland Emmerich said that the script was very different, uh, and they had to rejig a lot of the movie because Will Smith dropped out of the project. Baloney! Yeah. He's going to say that now. Let's see the script, you fuck, and let's, we'll animate it. No, exactly. Because, we'll like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't understand how you would jump from, like, a fairly decent script with one character in an right. ensemble cast yeah. to have to cha- completely change the scope of the entire script to turn it into basically a one long trailer for a series that you're going to try to set up of of pe- humans going into space and fighting these Independence Day aliens. Yeah. yeah. What a liar. <laughs> Did anybody watch the trailer for the Mandela Effect? There's something you're going to need to understand. Ideas are dangerous things. No. no. Okay, then never mind. Oh, what what is it? Um, so is it a horror movie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Nelson Mandela. Married couple, have a kid, kid dies, traumatic event. Husband starts seeing things that are basically akin to glitches in the matrix. Uh-huh. Talks to a talks to a shrink about it or whatnot, and and yeah, basically just more and more things happen. Do you know? Do y'all, do y'all do you, know what, do the, you know what the Mandela effect, effect is? is? So it's it, when you get a tattoo. When oh, okay, like, no, it's, it actually girl. does have to do with Nelson Mandela. So oh, interesting. Yeah. Tell there was a what is it? Shared memories. Uh, there was there was a, a apparently a period of time or a bunch of people where who thought that Na- Nelson Mandela had died in the 80s i think in the, yeah um, 89 when he had actually not and like one person thought this and then realized or predicted or whatever that 
thousands of other people sort of thought the same thing. And so yep. it was this whole shared memories thing. The other thing so that, that like, I like. They had name. like Berenstein Bears. The Berenstein like, Bears and Shazam. Shazam being Shazam a movie. Shazam with Sinbad like, being a movie. Before we obviously knew Shazam. Like how is Fruit Loop spelled? Um, it's only like one. Uh, is it spelled like F-R-O-O-T? Like Fruit Loops? Yes, it and, always and, and, been, and yeah. like it is. And then the the other one that really fucking got me was uh, C-3PO's silver leg. Like, this is when I first found right. out about the Mandela effect. I was like, what the fuck? C-3PO doesn't have a silver leg. That's a bullshit thing. And then you go back thing. and look. I have does. a fucking... And, si- and then you look, and he has a fucking silver leg. One of his legs is silver. It's always fucking been silver. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh, and many other dum-dums also don't think that? Yeah, or they just don't remember it. So that's the thing is like the thing about the Mandela effect is that there are so many people collectively sharing a memory Mm -hmm. that like, no, this thing never happened or this has always been spelt this way. And there's so many. So it's like, are you in timeline A or are you in timeline B? Because they changed something in the Matrix. Yeah. 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 So So that's that's, the one that got me was that Shazam movie. So not like obviously mm -hmm. the Shazam that we know, but that we thought that. I thought the Shazam was. That there was a a movie called Shazam about a genie. Starring Sinbad and not Kazam, starring Shaq. Shaq. Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> and so we thought it was, yeah, and yeah. then people people thought it. It was like, I could have sworn I saw the, the cover on a VHS uh, cassette. Sinbad? Yeah. Sinbad the comedian. Yeah, that happened. No, it didn't. It, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so they go, oh, and even in the trailer, you, they, they're doing Google searches for the Berenstain, Berenstein thing. Yeah. There's another example where whether or not the Monopoly man is, has a monocle over his right or eye. Like, he does, right? No. Wait, I thought he didn't. No, he doesn't. Google it. No, he does. There's no, there's he, he, no monocle. He does. He does. Okay, there's I'm, like I'm Pikachu. Monocle. There's like <laughs> if monocle. Pikachu has like a black tail, like if the t- tip of Pikachu's tail is black. Yes, it is. It's not. Wow. Show Paul Pikachu. He doesn't tail. have a monocle. He doesn't have a monocle. He do- no. This one here's, here's no because mon- that's Mandela oh, no, that's effect. He does door. not have a monocle. There he has. No, he doesn't. No, this uh, is a man. drawing. Oh it's my Mandela. god! Wow. He has no monocle. You know why we think that is because of what the gag the in Ace Ventura. Google Pikachu. Yeah, that's right. The guy, the guy in Ace Ventura had a monocle, and then Jim Carrey. He black. has he no must black be tail. The Monopoly guy. Pikachu's tail. Oh, I thought he not. had a black oh, yeah, right. stripe. He does not. What's going on? He what doesn't. am I thinking? <laughs> this is the Mandela effect. He am does I, not have. Am a I applying the tips of the black tips of his ears to his tail? I thought Scrooge McDuck got mixed in there too with that Monopoly man thing. What is going on here? I thought for sure Pikachu had a black stripe on his tail. Scroo- does Scrooge anyway. McDuck have a monocle? Look that up next, bud, please. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck has a monocle. Scrooge McDuck has a monocle, right? People are this is what happens when you have four mics all on. <laughs> now we're no, just- he's got a pair of glasses. He's got the... Um- what the heck? Who has a monocle in popular culture, then? Please Google monocles in popular <laughs> culture. <laughs> The peanut butter guy. Wow, this is all proof that we're living this in a simulation. Mr. Oh, Mr. Peanut, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, look it up. Maybe you've mandela that as well. Maybe Mr. Uh, look, Mr. Peanut's not on there okay, for monocles. Hang on a second. Maybe he's just Googled popular monocles. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Hey. Peanut has a monocle. That's what you're thinking of, probably. Holy lightning. Anyway. Wow, Elon Musk says we're living in a simulation. Takes this it. whole shared memories thing and just sort of expands it. And there's some there's some great effects in the trailer. Some of them I found cheesy and some of them just like, whoa, that kind of really got me. And basically, yeah, it's like the world, the the, the the simulation around these these people is falling apart and they are sometimes the only ones who can see it. So. It's really weird to me that um, this October there wasn't like a big horror movie release um, like even the lighthouse, I think, came out in November. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it's weird to me that this movie is now being released in December. I don't know what happened in October for like studios and why they're putting all these horror movies in December. 
Like, do they think it's Oscar bait? Like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. There was also the horror movie chat. I didn't put it on the cue sheet there, but the trailer for The Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. And oh, that was one of those that? things. Yeah. So, oh. and this is the thing, too, is that what's the studio? Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Yeah. yeah. And so they were originally trying to get the dark universe together. And they stopped after which one? The Tom Cruise one? The yeah, Mummy? The mm-hmm. first one. And then they're the like, okay, this is fucked. This yeah. is not going to yeah. happen. And they had plans for an Invisible Man movie. Stop kind of doing it in terms of like making it part of this dark universe, but now they've got a new one. Looks interesting. It looks, yeah, very interesting. It's psychological got thriller. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss yeah. in it. She's a very good actress. Like, I don't know. I'll go see it. Well, and another interesting remake is uh, Fantasy Island. Did anybody see the trailer for that? No. Is oh, it based on the, oh, my God. There's the, a trailer for it. The TV show? I sent it through in the cue sheet. Why are you guys reading read the cue sheet? I don't read all of my emails. Oh, it's right. catching up. So, Mr. Rourke is Michael Pena. <laughs> yeah. And um, Pena. And it's a horror movie. What? Uh, Basically. But so is it connected to that old TV show? Oh, then? sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Fantasy Island. He says it just movie. like that. Everyone gets. Here's the thing. Every 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 person who goes there has their fantasy to fulfill. Right. But you have to fulfill you have to carry it through. And sometimes it's not it doesn't turn out the way you want it. So Oh, like yeah. the monkey paw from The Simpsons. Yes, it's not from The Simpsons. It's just the monkey's paw. It's just an old timey <laughs> horror story. I didn't even know they did it on The Simpsons. I don't watch The Simpsons. But yeah, The Monkey's what? Paw. That's a great episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm not even yeah. a huge Come Simpsons on. Come fan. Come over and watch it with me. It's fun. Okay. Yeah, but The Monkey's Paw is, is a story much older than The Simpsons. Um, yeah, I saw it in Goosebumps. But yeah, you get, <laughs> you get what you get. So one more trailer. Two more trailers. Sonic the Hedgehog trailer was rebooted. And I'm a little more on board now. Brian nailed it on the head. Brian was just like... <laughs> you can re- you can fix the hedgehog all you want. The movie's still going to be a bullshit. Yeah. yeah, you're still polishing a turd, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's weird. Like they, it looks good. He looks way better. Yep. What the fuck? When you see those things side by side, I was oh, reading some yeah, of the comments, yeah. and like some people were like, I didn't actually think it was uh, that bad. But now I see them me? side by side, and yeah, I get it. I'm like, what? That was oh. yeah, awful. I forgot how bad it was. Oh, I pushed oh. You look at brain. it, and it's like a joke. It's like yep. There's all these conspiracy theorists out there that think that this was like the plan all along. No, really? like, no. It's a great marketing move. It's not. Like, they're, they're, these people like to push the movie back from when was it going to be released? October, November. November. To yeah. February and like uh, pay all these people overtime and all this shit. It, it was, n- you guys are dumb. There's That's not what they want you to believe, sheeple. <laughs> <laughs> Mandela <dumb>. effect. <laughs> but um, the one thing about the Sonic redesign that I'm sad about, but I guess it's like a rendering thing, is he's not as fuzzy. Oh, mm. he's more smooth, which was like a a thing that people were like, "Why does Sonic have hair?" And it's because he's a hedgehog, like whatever. Anyway, yeah, he's a lot he's a lot smoother in this new rendering, and I'm to render hair is insane. Like, yeah, so I people don't know adapted if that to was a, a time thing or people adapted to a semi fuzzy Pikachu. You know, mm-hmm. it is a lot better of a design for sure, and it looks a lot more like you know the one we like from the video game in our childhood, I guess, and everything. But it is like next level cartoony as well yeah. yeah so i don't know when you're watching that movie are you going to be thinking like wow this looks so different than everything else that's going around him yeah i think that's why they designed him the way they did originally mm-hmm. um, yeah they could it's gonna it be more enjoyable to watch don't get me wrong you know and we're supposed to buy into him though as being a alien from another planet right? yeah which explains the rings being portals now sure i'm so still strange. so sad that they did not just release the exact same trailer that would have been so great <laughs> with the new design yeah with gangster's paradise 
Uh, both Sonic the Hedgehog and Fantasy Island come out on February 14th of next year. So the trailer for this company called Insight, did we all watch that trailer from mm. the Mysterious Website? Yes. It's a trailer for Westworld season three. and so. But it didn't even say Westworld at the end. Yeah, I know. That's why it's a piece of viral marketing. It's just well, supposed it to draw you in. Yeah, they did that when in. they first released um, <laughs> Resident didn't. Evil. They had it. Like a thing oh, for, for the, the Umbrella, Umbrella Corp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, but then that makes sense as a tie-in, because if you ever played Resident Evil, yeah, you know, you know the Umbrella, Umbrella Corp. Corp. Yeah, but right. like Westworld, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? First of all, it didn't have a time code at the bottom of it. Which I and thought I was, was brilliant, because uh, if it has a time code, it'll also show you the title of the video. Well, it doesn't have to. You can you can hack that. You, know, you don't seen... have to put it on YouTube. You can put it somewhere else. You oh, can yeah, host you can it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's no fucking time code. What the fuck am I watching? It's a minute ten. You'll live. Yeah, but I didn't know it was a minute ten. It could have been three hours long. I don't want to watch it. Anyway, Kirsten, what's the runtime, James? Oh, I was like, I don't know I've got time for this. And then it didn't even tell me it wasn't even like Westworld. Like, it was just nothing. It was just nothing. I don't like it. What am I supposed to buy? Yeah. <laughs> what exactly? Thank you. Okay. Call to action. So that's not effective marketing then, it would seem. All right. <laughs> One last piece of coming soon news is that finally Bill Murray was 100% confirmed to be coming back as Dr. Peter Venkman in Ghostbusters 2020. Interesting. I mean, we all knew. Is it? Is it really? Of course they were going to. Well, to me, it's more interesting who's not coming back because Ernie Hudson isn't in this one. Like, Ghostbusters 20... He keeps on talking about how he's sitting next to his phone. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Ernie. He wants... Because they were all in the girl Ghostbusters, right? Every single original cast, even Annie Potts, right? Sigourney Weaver, everyone showed up for it. Even Egon had a head had a bust, yeah. So in this one, it's just like they got Bill Murray and they got Dan Aykroyd and I think maybe Annie Potts, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, look at I no, no Rick Moranis. He's never coming back. He's too right. He's too cool for that. Good for him though. Okay. <laughs> so what's the deal though? Did we really need like every time they want to announce a new Ghostbusters movie? It's always like, well, we're waiting on Bill. We got. See if Bill wants to be in it. We got to have Venkman. And as a look at hardcore, diehard, from the beginning, since my childhood, fan of the original Ghostbusters movie, I'm here to tell you, studios, (laughs) Dan Aykroyd or whoever the fuck, I don't need Bill Murray to be in this movie. He was one of the worst parts of the girl Ghostbusters. That was awful. That, that whole was. scene was a nightmare. Clearly, he was like, okay, I'll be in it, but I'd like to sit the entire time. And they're like, it's okay, we'll write you in as a sitter. It was so weird. Okay, so stupid. And I, like, I didn't need no, nothing about this 2020 movie when they're like announcing, like the soundtrack got me stoked. The like young cast, Paul Rudd, all these things got me excited. Uh, Jason Reitman being involved, all that. The Bill Murray thing is just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right. He was in the... Original one. Like, why is it such a non-starter for so many people? If Bill Murray's not in it, we're not going to do it. Why? I get it. He was the best part of the original. He doesn't need to be in it. I hope he doesn't have a big role in this, too, actually. Like, it's nice for him to show up as a sign of good faith. That's all it was in the Girl Ghostbusters, for him to, to be there. But we don't need him to carry this movie. So... I don't know. He doesn't even need to be in it. Like, do none of them are from the original if that's what you're going to do. I don't know. Are you guys talking about Bill Murray? I don't understand. I mean, it's not going to be the make or break to get me to the movie. No. Nor Dan Aykroyd, nor anybody you know, else from the... Uh, you know, I, I want the... I want the... 
the theme, the the flavor of it. Right. It's just like I I was not called back to the Terminator franchise because of Arnold or right. Sarah, yes. or, or Arnold or Sarah, uh, or Linda Hamilton. I was called back for the Rev Nine and the and I want this world to keep moving forward. And you can't do that if you're anchored too far to the originals of the past. You just, like, move it forward. Like, yes. keep it going. Doctor Who this thing. Yeah, Great like, example, bud. I mean, like, <sighs> well, I guess not really. I was going to say, like, if I'm going to do Star Wars terms, like Force Awakens, yeah. nobody knew Mark Hamill was in that movie. Like, everyone you kind of thought Mark Hamill was going to be in it, right. but nobody knew. And I didn't need Mark Hamill to be in that movie. No. However, we also, we had fucking Han Solo was in yeah. the movie. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like... It's nice to have that anchor for yeah. like just to like bridge the gap of old and new fans. But that's but what like, a bridge is. A bridge stays in one place and you uh, go over from one thing to the next and then the bridge is in your rear view mirror and then it doesn't come back. That's yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, I guess you don't need all of them. Like just one. Just a Ghostbuster. Uh, it seems like a slap in the face to Ernie Hudson. <laughs> it does. It does. I don't understand why they're not calling him. Call Ernie Hudson. I Sony. am not going to be Winston. surprised if they announce that Winston's going to be in this in a no, few right. months. No, or no, not even right. announced and just he shows up in the movie. I would love that. That would be a yeah. weird one. Like they should do that with the Dan Aykroyd or like, sure, you know, sure. but not Ernie Hudson to like just be like, ooh, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, he kind of did in the, the last one. He yeah. shows up as like the young with yeah. you know they they with own the car, car or whatever I, you know is you gotta you gotta have a real reason for it and that's I think really what it is if Bill Murray shows up in this movie and it's like oh I understand why he was in there okay I love that's great I'm glad he's there but like just as like a piece of casting news I don't give a shit another regret example yeah like you can make a Terminator movie it's not the fucking law that Arnold Schwarzenegger has to be in that Terminator movie what a great way to put it okay and similarly I love that. In the uh, Star Wars, or sorry, Star Trek rebooted 2009, William Shatner wouldn't shut the fuck up about wanting to be back in the Star Trek, and J.J. Abrams had the temerity to be like, no, you don't fit in the fucking costume anymore, you fatty. <laughs> so, right? so, like, um, so Spock can be in it, because we have something for him to do that actually makes sense and services the plot. With the storyline, yeah. Okay, and that works in what we're trying to do here, but to, like, have to jig everything so that it go. You know, Captain Kirk comes back to life just so we can shove him in the movie? Fuck off. And if that's the kind of thing they're doing with Bill Murray, don't do. Mm -hmm. If it's a Mr. Spock situation, okay. Right, yeah. Something so elemental to the plot. if there's time travel involved, then oh, it's okay? Oh, God. Because that was time travel. What's next, bud? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's next? Let's cue up the Disney music. <laughs> Disney Plus finally dropped. It was weird, like... You know, we're all thinking, oh, it'll be midnight. And then Brian's like, no, it's going to be like Hawaiian time. Or something, yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly it was like 11 or 10 p.m. or something. And then it <laughs> go, happened. Go, go, so go, we're go. all panicking. <laughs> and suddenly I was, what was I watching that night? I was watching uh, either Watchmen or His Dark Materials. I'm like, oh, great. Now I'm going to be up till, I was up till one. Because I had to see the first episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, Disney Plus is here. <laughs> I am happy. Are y'all happy? Yeah. Mm. Yay. It is. Uh, somebody on our Facebook, on a, the Geek Out pod group, mentioned, like, I'm not going to get onto it. There's too much stuff for kids. And I do agree. There is not yeah. a lot of stuff, aside from nostalgia, bringing adults to Disney+. Plus. However, <laughs> I fucking love nostalgia. <laughs> I sat there. I watched that. Um, Brian, I heard you talking about it, the Imagineers documentary that's yeah. on there that they dropped. Um, I just put it on the other day while I was working. And it's too... 
Johnny came into the room and I was crying, <laughs> watching you it. And crying? he was like, "Really?" He was like, "What? Or what the fuck are you watching?" And I was like, "Fine." And he left. And they came back a half an hour later. I was still crying. He's like, "Is this just an hour of crying?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes." This is awesome. It's really crying about in that. Dream. Oh, I've always wanted to see. Um, I, this was this goes even back to when I was in, last in Disneyland, which was like a, a few years ago. But I've always wanted to see sort of a behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. uh, documentary of Disneyland, and oh, yeah. it, it seems really like cool. this is what it, it is going to get because this is a series. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's one of the things that design-wise on Disney Plus that I'm not liking right now is a mm-hmm. lot of the things. Um, they say like episode one, season one, but they're mm-hmm. only one thing right now. Yeah, and so I don't know if that's a glitch, and they just don't ha- know like they don't have like a programming thing to be like this is one episode. This or, is the first yeah. annual. If it's actually a that. series, so that's just like a weird glitch. But I I do think that Imagineers is a series. It does it looks like because uh, the other footage they were showing in the beginning of it, they were even showing the design of Star Wars uh, Galaxy's yeah. Edge. Well, right. So cool. Yeah, I remember back in like probably was the '90s when I was a kid, and like Oprah was just on in the house, and Oprah did a, like an episode just about what was underground at Disneyland, and she didn't show like any of this mm-hmm. stuff. She just like would describe it, and there was like little peaks and stuff like that. So, and I remember being from then, you know, very curious exactly what's going on in these tunnels and how people get around, and yeah. you know what is beneath the park that makes yeah. it run so usually flawlessly, except for that goddamn Indiana Jones ride. I hope there's a whole thing about that. Oh what? man, so that true. Oh, that thing's always run down. I've always been, busted. I've, they're they're uh, they're renovating it next February, but I just went on and it was fucking fine. And yeah, it's really? never been busted for me. I've been on I've that never ride. Never had an issue with it. I, I think I'm like I've, I've been to Disneyland twice where I rode that ride, and if I rode the ride say six times. Two of those times that it broke so midway yeah. and they walked us out of there. Yeah. It was Oh, that would be so awesome. House, it was it was so awesome. House lights are on and you can see all the BTS. Oh, oh, it's oh yeah, yeah. We were stuck right in the middle of that thing. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, it always seems to break down. Yeah. Weird. I've never had that experience. We're but, gonna link to a sorry. Uh, no, you can go. We're gonna link to a CNET article uh which has very detailed very detailed list of all the shows, all the movies, all the timing that we know of for Disney Plus. It's a great uh, it's a great article and it's gonna you know if you are on the fence or if you are subscribed it's going to be nice and inspiring to to let you know what kinds of things are on there because I didn't realize there was an imaginary story mm-hmm. I'm waiting for a bit of time to watch the world according to Jeff Goldblum I'm definitely not here for high school musical the musical the series uh, which is uh, hilarious but yeah they're doing some more uh, uh, the, these spark shorts these other sort of Pixar-ish shorts um, the Mandalorian, of course, uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum, and other things like Pixar IRL. Instagram served me an ad about this, and they put like Pixar things out in the real world. It's a prank show, uh, you know. So it looks interesting, but yeah, this list is great and tells you all of what's coming and approximately when. I think the algorithm found out how old I am because after like a couple <laughs> of days, like it wasn't there when I first logged in, but somehow it gleaned. Um, and it started, and it put together and serviced me up top a list of like '90s shows, mm-hmm. and it was even called that. It was like '90s throwback. Yes, oh. I had that. I, have that I don't too. have that one on mine. I had to yeah, find out from somebody that. else that there was gargoyle, gargoyles and X Men on there. Now, right. see, I didn't hear about the X Men except from some a friend of mine on Instagram, who's now the band teacher of my old high school. Anyways, um, but I went searching for gargoyles mm-hmm. because I I'm here for. So that. here's oh, the yeah. thing that I'm issue that I'm having with Disney Plus is that yeah the the weird season one episode one whatever the fuck that is searching is not that great. No. They haven't like really done a good job of like how to search or discover content. Also, 
Johnny and I were watching 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea yesterday, and we stopped it Classic. because he had to go somewhere, and we came back. And it didn't start where no, you were? There was no fucking continue watching. Yes. And then I couldn't find it, and then it wasn't yeah. in the thing, and then I had to search for it. And I actually don't know if it is going to start where we ended it. It, it, sh- it does, yeah, because I, did, I okay. watched the Imagineers. It didn't for me. Oh, really? I watched Rogue oh. One and uh, in two different locations. And, of course, the first time I watched it, I Chromecast from the app on my phone to my television, and the soundtrack is in English, but the titles are in French. Cool. And I check my settings, and I'm all English and everything. But yeah, and then I switched in two other locations uh, through that day to try and pick it up, and every time it started from the beginning. Oh, see, like I watched the Imagineering story. Um, Did you cry? Actually, at no, <laughs> at um, at my computer, uh, and then didn't finish it. So I went home to watch it on my app, and for whatever reason, that was the only one that was giving me an error code. Hmm. Um, but then after a while, I could I started playing it again, and it picked up from where it left off. Where are you watching it, Kirsten? Like, are you watching through a computer, through an app? On you... my TV. On okay. my Chromecast. Right, okay. So Chromecast through yeah. your computer or through the app on your phone? I just tell Google to play it. Oh, right, of course. Really? I can't tell Google to play it. Do you have a yet. Chromecast? Yeah, I've oh. got Chromecast and I've got a Google speaker. Oh, sorry, 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 you're right. Um, I had to start it on my phone, Chromecast it, and, and then, then, I can, then I can tell Google. Then you can control it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, yeah, I tried that this morning and I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Uh, like, a tr- you know, hey... Hey, Thingy, this, don't say. Oh, yeah, play this on this on this, and um, and sorry, um, and then I and then I asked Google. I'm like, hey, how do I update your firmware? <laughs> and and it said, so long as you're Google, you know, connected to the to the internet, you'll get the latest updates automatically. I'm like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I said, thank you. And it said, you're most welcome. So if you're polite to Google Plus, by the way, hey, you know what? Google Plus or Disney Google Plus? Plus sorry, uh, Google Home. <gasps> Say please when you ask for a timer next time on with your Google Home. I said thank you to it the other day, and then it told me how to say thank you in German. It was really weird. Yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, okay, I'm having weirdo. good conversations with Nazi. Google. Nazi. <laughs> um, well, but so these are all little interesting glitches that people are having mm-hmm. with Disney Plus. But I think it's safe to say that because uh, the media on the day of launch was so blowing it was like oh it's gonna just crash it's crashing for so many people people on Twitter say oh, and like right babies yeah. on Twitter oh, like, like a baby had one error message nuts. as we predicted right it's like millions of people you know d- trying to download this thing and sign up for it my experience was flawless the whole way through I haven't had an error message yet Mm-mm. and so like, of, but of course there's going to be a glitch here yeah. or there. Yeah, that's, yeah my experience wasn't and the media flawless, but it was blowing that up. Exactly. Mine was not, like I got it at 11, 11 o'clock at night because again, somebody in our pod group joined the group um, was like, you could get Disney Plus now. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. It's not coming out until 6 a.m. And lo and behold, and there's I tried your comment it. like, whoa, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And, it, and that was fine. Like signing up at 11 o'clock. But in the morning, yeah, there are lots of babies. And 6 a.m. Yeah. What are you doing at 6 a.m. that you're trying to fucking sign up and watch Disney Plus? Go work (laughs) (laughs) stop playing video games before 8 a.m see um okay uh and also it's interesting the numbers that they really have they've gotten what were they they trying to get to like a certain number of subscribers in a year and i can't remember what that was but um it's a big number uh that netflix it took them like two or four or something years to do it but anyways 10 million subscribers on the first (gasps) 
day, wow. you guys. You know what I would love massive, to see? Massive. I would love to see stats on what everybody watched first. Like, I just yeah. want to know, like, going yeah. into that Disney That's library, good, yeah. like, what did everybody, what was everyone like, what the fuck? Like, was it Gargoyles? What did we all watch first? Well, uh, Mandalorian. Wait, wait. Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Okay, Mandalorian. sorry, I should have asked, what did we watch first and then second? So, right. first, did we all watch The Mandalorian first? Yes, yeah. right away. Yeah. What did you watch second, Kirsten? I think I watched The Imagineering thing. Paul? Uh, Simpsons. Sim- that's all he's yeah, watching. Yeah, Brian. Uh, <laughs> I went and watched the what's the Marvel one called? Oh, the, the like expanding, the, expanding the, universe. the universe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and oh, nice. I didn't even know that was on there until yeah. yesterday when I was looking for Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea to, to continue watching it, and I saw the fucking expanding the universe. I was yeah. like, what is this shit? But so wait, uh, wait, what? Did oh yeah, watch? what was your second? Oh, watch? Rogue One. Rogue One. Oh. Yeah. So I, I was going to say, you know, this before too, like it found out I was a 90s kid and it showed me a bunch of 90s stuff. And, and I, I, I see, as you're saying, Kristen, like the nostalgia is going to be a big pull for a lot of people. I think I'm broken and nostalgia doesn't work on me because I did put on, I was like, oh, Darkwing Duck. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Haven't seen a million years. Let's put get it on. Dangerous. Yeah. Watch the theme song. I was like, okay. And then I got like two, three minutes into the actual show and I was like, oh, no, no, sorry. Whoops. I'm an adult man. No, I don't need to watch that. <laughs> and I was like, I turned it right off. And like, I remember being so excited about Gargoyles as a kid. I remember watching Bonkers or DuckTales or whatever the fuck, right? But I am not going to rewatch any of that stuff. I'm so going to rewatch I'm totally going to rewatch And some, the, yeah. the X-Men animated TV series. Yeah, I've been bouncing around yeah. the X-Men animated Yeah, it's very show. good. Okay. Um, but the, but can I recommend yeah. one show that I really have been enjoying that's weird? Is It's just called Mickey Mouse. And it is like recently put out in the is last few years. a series, a short or a it's movie? It's a series okay. of shorts, and they're, they're four minutes long. And the style of Mickey Mouse yeah, is like very similar. Or the old look of the old look but the animation is Is, very very modern and Mm. at four minute runtime they're so like fast paced and quick and really good and it's so funny I was talking about Disney Plus on the morning show this morning and a guy I didn't mention this show but this guy texted in he's like hey the best thing I've watched I put it on for my kid and I found myself enjoying the hell out of it was this Mickey Mouse show Mm. and I wrote back I was like dude no fucking way me too it's so crazy it's really, really fun and easy to watch. Yes. Is it this yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mickey so Mouse. It's titled it's, Mickey Mouse yeah. Shorts. Yeah. And we have a slightly stylized, cartoony picture of Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Goofy in and the And what's the year on it? What's 2012. Yeah, so it's yeah. not even, it's not racist. There yeah. you go. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian found the best thing ever on the vault shows. On the, all the vault shows, like even the, especially the old ones, there is a disclaimer <laughs> that says... Um, what was it? Cultural uh, references cult- might be outdated. That's right. Yeah, Cultural like references that. might be outdated. Yeah. And so I started <laughs> on my search on Disney Plus, I started looking for Mickey's Meller Drummer, which is basically an oldie timey cartoon mm-hmm. done in the, like the 1930s of uh, Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Minnie Mouse putting on a stage performance. And it just so happens that. Uh, they end up doing a performance in blackface. Oh God! Is that, was that on there? Ends up. Oh, it wasn't on there. No, it wasn't on there. The whole thing is like the first thing they do is like, yeah. and it shows all the ridiculous ways that they go into the blackface. Oh, like no. yeah. Mickey lights a dynamite in his mouth and blows it up. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's how he gets blackface. They're, they're performing. It's, They've got like Goofy's controlling this like fake choir singing uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin, oh, which boy. is like you know the anti-slavery song, but like the people are. Cardboard figures of people in blackface. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's all you need. It's just so, disclaimer, and then you're good. Is that one on Disney Plus? Not that I've found. Okay. I found that one on YouTube. I sent that one to yes. you guys on yeah. YouTube, mm-hmm. so I couldn't find that one. But obviously, there, there's there's scenes in 
Aristocats, where it's like they have a Siamese, Siamese cat cats. playing uh, piano oh, on chopsticks yeah. and yeah. If you talking about Egg Foo Young and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, and then the, the Siamese well, cats. Well, like and, the crows in Dumbo. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, yeah. That. There's going to be moments in lots of things that are not made this year that are going to, you know. Yeah. Again, these are elements of the time. These yep. are, yeah. and, and it just happens. And you know what? But it's. Well, not it's not going to be done today. It was done then. It was entertainment back then. Eh. What was really interesting to me, uh, uh, the point that uh, one of you guys made in our group chat, was that for a lot of people, this will be the first time they've seen that, though. At the, True. You know, like, of course I've seen Dumbo, and of course I've seen a lot of that stuff. And so I know there's those, like, really outdated references. But a lot of people haven't had access to these movies, and now yeah. all of a sudden they do, and... They're going to see it and be like, what the fuck is this? Oh, and especially Dumbo, which I first saw in my 30s, and holy <laughs> drugs. Oh, man. But I think yeah, that's right. why I think yeah. that uh, disclaimer. Yeah, and like the Siamese. That, they guy, did like, enough. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because if you're going to get upset now, even if it is the first time you're seeing it, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Check the check when it was made. Yeah. Check the disclaimer. You know what's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a moment about the interface for the app. I've not used it much on a, on a computer. Uh, but on the app, you've got four icons at the bottom. There's home, there's search, there's downloads, and there's profile. And what I was looking for initially when I got to this app was the hamburger menu, the three lines, oh, yeah. uh, or the kebab menu, the three dots, which would normally, I wanted something which gave me more of like a, a browse. I wanted to see, yes. you know, what was in, where, where are the originals, where are the series, where mm-hmm. are the movies kind of thing. Because it's very Netflix in that you've got your banner up top. Uh, then below you've got your categories like Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Nat Geo kind of thing. And then you've got, those slide down, you know, originals recommended for you, hit movies that, yeah. that go down. But, and more and more apps that I'm seeing are doing this, where the kind of thing that I would expect in the hamburger menu is actually in search. So if you go to search, oh. even though if you haven't searched for something, you've got all, you know, lots of big card suggestions, but then you also have three main categories of originals and then movies and then series. And within movies oh. and series, you've got featured and you go to animation and comedy and documentary and kids and that kind of thing. So if you want it to be a little less random, go to hit, hit the magnifying glass and yeah. go to search and then you can go series or movies That's and then, and then sub subcategorize from there. I think this is something that because the hamburger menu isn't there, people are just like, oh, maybe I just have to find this stuff randomly. But I have other apps where they're sort of hiding this type of interface within search. So if you're curious, if you don't want to look for something super specific, if you just want to browse, hit the magnifying glass. We talked about this before, the layout of the actual like interface. Pretty Netflix, but I mean, shoot, Very for, the mar- Netflix. shoot for the market leader, though. Right? I, I yeah. guess so, right? But I'm a little disappointed that, that Disney didn't do something a little bit more interesting or on their own. Um, but I did like how, you know, at the top there, like you say, you've got the, like, do you want to watch a bunch of Star Wars shit? Disney, yeah. You know, yeah. like, you can at least yeah. do that. So This is also version 1.0. That's right. Well, yeah. This is going to evolve. And in terms of the content itself, we found out, because we talked about this before and whether or not it would be a Netflix thing where the licensing would expire and then suddenly you wouldn't have, you know, all the Marvel movies for a bit. But no, we've heard that they will, your your library, what is here, your library of content is here. They will be building on this. They will not be taking stuff away. And it'll also grow as the uh, the licenses and the contracts for with Netflix expire. Yeah. Because right? yeah. they don't have Infinity War here because... But it's Infinity coming. And they don't Netflix. have The Last Jedi either yeah. because it's also on Netflix. And again, the, the CNET article that we'll link to in the in the show notes that you can find at thezone.fm slash podcast uh, has all of that broken down. And it's this is exciting. I, this is kind of a new, like I have a new spark to watch stuff because I'm not really good at watching stuff. Most of my watching, honestly, is done Wednesday nights 
after my kid goes to bed, after I do the make up this uh, this cue sheet for the podcast, I'm like, okay, we're recording tomorrow. I better watch something, and then I'm up till two again. Right. You know, and I think it was really interesting also because that's the other thing the media loves to talk about is like, is this the next Flex killer and all that, right? And of course, there's that meme that's on our podcast page right now too <laughs> of Thanos, yeah, snapping, snapping away Netflix. Um, did you guys hear that Netflix just acquired all the Nickelodeon shit? I did see yeah. that. Oh, so exactly. you're kidding me. Yeah. So for everyone wow. who's all like, oh, wow, gargoyles. Well, now they're also likely will be like, oh, wow, hey, Arnold. And well, see, for me, it's Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, That's a Nickelodeon show? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. My, and- my daughter is named after a character on that show. So oh. like, I'm, I'm down with that. To see it someplace convenient like, like Netflix would be great. Yeah. And there's a lot of good stuff in the Nickelodeon library, too. SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Ren and Stimpy even um, and as well they're going to work with Netflix to make original stuff so Netflix is not going down without a fight certainly, certainly not nor should they're try and hang on to you so let's go for a bit of uh, more specific news with Star Wars the films apparently will go on hiatus after the rise of Skywalker says, yes. uh, says Bob oh, Iger Star Wars always give me a Star Wars every yes. year yeah you're getting them they're called TV shows now there's oh. even more of them we almost would have had it but Debbie Offenweiss went and had a busy schedule so what? Well, we we, have, we would have had three more movies, right? What does Debbie Offenweiss have to do with I'm confusing. They quit. Oh, they, they quit doing this. They're, they're not doing a Star Wars. Sorry, Debbie Offen, Offenweiss is what I call Benny Offenweiss. Uh, oh, I was... You may have been away for this I'm portion. I very confused. I was like, what does Debbie Offenweiss have to do with anything? <laughs> Who's <laughs> Debbie Offenweiss? That, don't secretary. say that. That was you. <laughs> Goofball. Yes. That's uh, the name of the lunch lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sounds like the HR lady at your dad's <laughs> office. Hey, Kirsten McClunky. Oh, my God. That's like <laughs> the first thing that I looked up because right now um, we are uh, in preparation for seeing Rise of Skywalker. We are watching the Skywalker saga and rewatching all of the Star Wars movies. Um, and so when Disney Plus came out, I was like, oh, which version do we have of the original trilogy? Do we have the version that George Lucas shat upon? Or do we have the original version? Or what do we have? And apparently we have some new fucking version. They've added shit to it. And yes, specifically, uh, the scene in the cantina with Hannah and Greedo has been changed again. And listen to this. McClunky. <laughs> what is that? This is something Wait, that Greedo can... says. Yeah. McClunky. I'll run the scene back a bit more. Yeah, Oscar. Yes, I bet you have. McClunky. <laughs> nobody, nobody has headphones on other than you. But oh, sorry, yes. I've watched it. But it's like, it doesn't oh, make any goodness. sense. They've edited it like the... You're listening to the Geek Out podcast. You probably know the history of this, but just in case you don't... Hand shot first. Originally, in the scene in the cantina, um, you don't really get to see what happens. Um, there's like a, sh- a shot, like... Whoever it was like a mystery who right. shot first in the cantina, and then uh, well, I think it was implied pretty heavily that Greedo didn't get a shot off. No, absolutely. But then Lucas, right. um, when he re-released them in the nineties, didn't like that Han. He didn't like it that Han maybe seemed like a cold-blooded killer and would just shoot without uh, uh, without needing to. Right. So he changed it so that Greedo shot 
first and missed, and they missed. do this really clunky edit of like hand moving his head. Like, it's a it still. It is a still it of his so head, bad. and he does this shoulder thing uh, where he avoids the shot that comes at him first, and then hand, hand and, shoots and, second. And, and the was, lasers look like they were put in with Microsoft Paint it, in nineteen ninety eight. Like bad. Lucas was just so like bad. he didn't want him to seem like a, like a cold blooded killer. And then everybody, this is where this hand shot first thing came up, and then they re-edited it again to make it so they were shooting at the same time so dumb. and now again they have re-edited it so they are shooting at the same time they've made that like really clunky like hand going to the side look slightly better but then for some reason they've given Greedo a line, a line. which is just he says McClunky <laughs> it's, it's not translated at all it's just yeah, sort of there because there, everything else Greedo says is translated with the closed captioning except for that line like it McClunky what, what, oh my god what the fuck right why does he have to say something now <laughs> because okay so I think it's even more it's like doubling and tripling and quadrupling down on this fucking dumb thing that George Lucas is worried about and it, Who's doing it now? We yeah. all used to just shake our fists at George Lucas. Is he sneaking in at night and fucking with it? Like, what is happening? Yeah, that's actually George Lucas's voice. Yeah, and right. if you play it backwards. Oh, so apparently, we just watched uh, Phantom Menace, but we we're you know jackassing around for half of it, so I don't think we noticed. But apparently, Sabalba says it in episode one. He says McClunky. McClunky. Yes, and it like translates there as to like you're finished or you're gonna die now or something like oh. that. In it's a threat. The way Sabalba talks, that does kind of make some sense. Like that, I don't know. Just like I, I don't know language. I like language and whatnot. It just doesn't seem in keeping with how the rest of what Greedo says. But yeah, Sabal, I can totally picture him. They added that. it in there again, quadrupling down on this Jesus. fucking stupid thing. It is like it's like, it's like a when five he says, second scene yeah. that like nerds everywhere have dissected <laughs> frame for, like, by frame. Forty three years. Yep. Um, yeah. So he when, when he says like McClunky, which translates to like you die now or something like that. So the imminent threat is even more, uh, and Han Solo is absolved even more. How fucking stupid when, like, remember at the end of of Han Solo movie? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a ma- major, massive thing? It's the entire end of the movie that he that Han learns to shoot first? Yeah. Right? So, like, why is that a canon in a movie that we're making in 2017 or 2018? Mary... Hello, everyone. The lunch lady's at reception. What? Cheryl is at reception. What? That, what happened to okay. Debbie Offenweiss? Also, it's quarter to 12. Like, normally... So why not edit it to just go... Here's what they really ought to do. Get Put all of that shit yes. out of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Because I remember from the VHS tape that I watched over and over again... You don't even see a laser. You don't even see anything. All just its There's hand just goes the explosion, and he, he falls. goes. Yeah, I bet you have massive puff of smoke. There's yeah. no red. There's no laser. There's nothing. Okay, if you just do that, and then even like you can digitally put some burn marks on the wall behind hand. There's no jerky ass stupid head movements. No walking like an Egyptian. Okay. There's nothing. Okay. Just and it leaves it to the audience. You decide. Who shot first? Did Greedo get a shot off? Yeah. Whatever the fuck. You make up your in your own mind uh, the answer to this stupid, stupid argument. I just can't believe they redid it again. Uh, like, why? It's just oh, not yeah, that who, important. I do want to know who is sneaking in and editing yeah. this stuff in now. And it is, you know what? It kind of is important, too. Like, yeah, 
Han is a bad guy when we meet him. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. He has a, what's called a fucking character arc, stupid George Lucas. Yeah, exactly. He's, he he is starts out as, yeah. Okay, yeah. Who He's also not first? an idiot, and he knew he was backed into a corner at yeah. the time. He so gets his like, blaster out. Like, yeah. what do you think he's going to do with it? Anyway, um, yeah, so if anyone was curious, Disney Plus's versions are the... Extra bonus edited versions. They're still not the originals that everybody is screaming for. Incredible. One one last piece of legacy Star Wars news is that Princess Leia was originally planned to be the last Jedi of Star Wars, which is interesting. This breaks my heart because obviously when Carrie Fisher died, um, it was terrible. But then the second thought in my brain was like, what about Leia? What are they going to do? And I would love, after this movie comes out, I would love... To read the original script and what the fuck they were going to do because it, right. it was it was they knew what they were going to do yep. it like maybe wasn't written and set in stone but they they knew what they were going to do and they had to make changes when carrie fisher died yeah and i just like a, my nerdy heart needs to know how the skywalker the saga was. was supposed to end well and the really sad thing about it too is that it was supposed to be leia's movie to really shine yeah. like in the yeah, way yeah. that force awakens is all about han last jedi is a lot of luke like Leia was supposed to be Obviously. the big time yes. mm-hmm. hero of the last there one. There is another. Yeah, right. It like, would have yeah. been great. They had yeah. eight minutes of footage um, for. Well, and I'm so this glad that JJ um, like worked with her family Absolutely. and put her in this movie because originally, like, it was like I, we didn't really talk about this, but bringing back like dead celebrities and putting them in 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 movies with the digital technology. Yeah. Her family was behind that, but then like people were like, "No, we don't want that crazy and like Rogue One Leia. That was creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not do that." But I'm glad that they came to some sort of agreement so she is going to be a part of this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this was going to be her movie. And like if you look at the Skywalker saga, like she needed that moment like mm-hmm. to like come and have this fucking moment of her having the force. Like and now we're stuck with like Leia's moment being her like floating through space yeah, bullshit. That's a shame. That's how we see Leia use the force for the first time. Like, uh I didn't mind it. I'm not one of these like fanboys who needs to see someone swing a lightsaber around for me no. to understand that they're powerful and a Jedi. So I, I kind of like that. Oh my God, but know, how Luke... cool would it be like, with Princess Leia with a fucking lightsaber? Oh, like just so a sear. Like, like, she didn't need it. Like, like she could have used her, but like, oh, how much fan service. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like I don't see her being that kind of Jedi, like where you're swinging around, like killing things. Like I see her more of like a powerful, like like Yoda, like a, yeah, like a Yoda, like a like you don't need to fight us, like right. Jedi mind trick. See, the thing about this too is that I, I'm probably gonna need to see this movie twice in the first weekend oh. because the first viewing, I'm probably gonna be distracted by that fact that you know J J Abrams, as you said, is using like about eight minutes of unused yeah. footage. Mm-hmm. And is going to kind of make this work. And I'm like, part of me is going to be looking at Leia every time and like, is this like a Grand Moff Tarkin situation? Where <laughs> right. like, you kind of see yeah. a little CG there yep. or you kind of not. So I might be a little distracted by this. And I wonder too if like, does she survive the movie or do we give her like a grand death? Or yeah. is it like, I have to go now and she just like is... Edited out Force that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, she just shows the back of her walking away or what something. What was that Simpsons character, the dog? Poochie. Poochie, yeah. Yeah. Poochie. Um, so, yeah, it's gonna, you're right, Brian. It's going to be a really fascinating element of this movie. I hope it's not too distracting. Mm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'd love to, I hope that they release that. At some point yeah. in my life, I hope that the original treatment 
just so I can know what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Like, you and George Lucas can sneak in at night and he can <laughs> fuck with the original movies a bit more <laughs> and you can steal the original script. Let's move on to modern day new Star Wars and let's talk The Mandalorian. Oh, we haven't even talked about that yet. No. Nope. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Okay, so the beginning, I'm just going to get the beginning of it. Are we doing... Are we should, re- I, should I get Mary in here and do a spoiler? Actually, warning? probably should at this okay. point, yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 before we do that. Okay, yeah, right? What? Yes, you know, yes, you like it. No, you don't like it. I liked it. Yeah. Mandalorian? I liked it. Okay, cool. We review (laughs) and we recommendation to Mandalorian. Okay, Mary, take it away. Hello, everyone. This is a spoiler alert. Thank you. All right. So just the beginning of it. Um, Watching it, I felt like I was watching an episode of The Orville. Like oh, at the beginning, and you know what it is? It's because um, that alien guy that uh, there he's going to go collect the bounty on. Oh sure, was he had just had like a normal American accent, yeah. and it was like comedic. And that's Horatio's hands. That was Horatio's no hands. Yeah. Oh no way! Uh, well, that wow. was he got it. skinny. I don't know. Good for him. Yeah. Um, but it was just um, it uh, it felt like not in a bad way. I like the Orville, but like. Because he didn't have an accent, he was just speaking in his normal voice. I felt like I was watching the Orville, and it was so weird to me. It did seem rather odd to start with a comedic portion, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, the and I tone just wanted- swings were a little distracting. Yes. I gotta say, yeah. that's a good way to put mm-hmm. it. Um, and I just want to see Pedro Pascal's face. Are we gonna ever gonna get to fucking see his face? I had a thought of being like, so he's getting like head billing on this show, but is he just a voice actor? Like, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. it could just be a guy. It'd be a James Earl Jones in it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, what would even be the? Would, if you found that out, would you be mad? Yes, you would. Yes, why? You know because. what? I'm glad they didn't show his face in this first one. Definitely, his voice is so captivating. Totally, yeah. yeah. You know, through that mask. And, and, and that and that's a, that's a, after Werner Herzog is in this. I know it's really yeah. Werner Herzog so in it. I was like, who the fuck was he? Yeah, who was he? Well, he was the he was the guy who sent him off on the secondary mission. Yeah, with, oh. with the big block with the big block okay. of money. Yeah, I just know his voice. I don't know what he looks like. Oh, hilarious! Yeah, yeah no, that was him. Yeah, the the roundout cast was. Um, if they keep this up, it's going to be awesome. But, like, no one is wasted. So, yeah, Horatio Sands is this, like a guy in a bunch of blue makeup and a mask. Yeah. Um, Did we all know that Nick Nolte is the blurred writing mm-hmm. guy? Yeah. I was going to ask who Nick Nolte was. Yeah. And the, who else? The comedian? Um, yeah, Brian Posehn. Brian is, is just like Posehn, the guy yeah. who drives the car and then dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. right. Yeah, and like that made me really sit up and be like, holy shit, Brian Posehn's in this? So For a second, yes. <laughs> for a second. That was the funniest entry. It's like, where to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? So I guess it's like Favreau's just got like uh, so many buds. Yeah. yeah. Clearly are a bunch of Star Wars nerds. Why not? And, you know, if JJ can shove Bill Hader in and, you know, Daniel Craig is a stormtrooper, all that shit, that was so fun after Force Awakens came out to like mine those Easter eggs. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not put all your comedian buddies in it? Why not get Taika Waititi, Bill Burr, Who all these people? Who right? like, was Taika Waititi in this episode? He was the IG droid. unit. Oh, now, self-destruct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> a self-destruct. Now, if you listen, like for me, again, I, I love voices and things. There is one syllable mm-hmm. that he speaks and I'm like, oh, that. But for the rest of the time, yeah. he could mm-hmm. be anybody. And to me, that is great. That is the mark of a good actor. Uh, the thing, I was, mm-hmm, sorry. But sorry, weren't you disappointed, though, that you didn't get more of a Taika Waititi coming out of that yes, character? Yes, I am. Because when I found out, I didn't know it was him the entire thing. Yeah. And I found out later, I'm like, oh, what, really? And I know he can't just do Korg over again. Yeah. But I don't know. See, I and I, nice I knew beforehand him. coming in. In fact, I read it in this podcast. None of you guys paid attention. <laughs> um, but 
I again, I like the flexibility. I like that he wasn't all just the same kind of corgi character. And then he just dies anyway. So yeah, that's <laughs> the thing that I kind of liked about this first episode, though, is it's setting up that all of the characters are disposable. Like right. the, you love don't that. don't fall in love with anybody because they could die. Like, what is this? The BBC? I thought, I thought that that robot guy was going to be his friend, and they were going to be partners, and it was going to be like an ongoing gag, nope. and then it was just like uh, dead. Like it's got me worried for Bill Burr. It's like I assume <laughs> after that second trailer that he was going to be in it a bunch. Right, I said like, oh, he gave up drinking so he could look good on camera. You don't do that for one episode. Yet his credit is unnamed fugitive. Yeah, maybe it sounds like he's just in one episode. Yeah, that's right. You never know who's going to be there for how long. But I liked it. I, I, the tone jumps were a bit weird. Um, the beginning feeling like the Orville was a bit weird, but the it looked great. It felt like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm very curious about what the fuck they're going to do. Um, Man, at the end, like those, the um, the credits looked so good. Like the way they've done them, kind of like uh, illustrations, yeah. like comic illustrations, look so fucking good. And the minute I saw John Favreau's name, because like I just I just forgot that it was John Favreau that did this. Mm-hmm. The minute I saw his name, I started crying. Aww. <laughs> because I was just like, oh yes, right, it's John Favreau. Someone's gonna do good by this. Like it's not yeah, just some bullshit. Yeah. It's not Debbie Offenweiss gonna fuck with my <laughs> Star Wars. We should get you like your hormones checked or something. <laughs> I swear to God, like Favreau's making you cry. <laughs> I was happy tears. I was like, oh, right. Somebody's going to take care of this. There was one moment that I was sort of taken out of the whole world, and that was the Blurg writing scene. We just, the music was oddly, you know, four on the floor contemporary. I don't know if anybody else noticed that or would notice it on a rewatch. Take me down to the Blurg town road. Maybe don't. (laughs) Don't do that. First episode's only 38 minutes, by the way, which means it's going to definitely get another rewatch before the, thank you, Kirsten, before the uh, next episode drops on Friday, which is probably when you'll uh, hear this podcast. That's what I've heard from a bunch of people online being like, oh, I guess I'll rewatch The Mandalorian. Like, I was so stoked. Like, even though I've got all afternoon off this week, mm-hmm. when I first logged into Disney Plus, I was like, uh, you know, in a very runtime, he cursed in way. I was like, oh, I don't know. Am I really in the mood? I might fall asleep if it's more than an hour. And like, oh, 34 minutes? Oh, fuck. Let's get to yeah, it. Let's easy. get her after yeah. it. And that's yeah. what and I so love good. too about the fact that it's a week to week. Yeah. Yes. You guys were. Release. Was, when were you guys talking about this? Was I here? Was I in a different world? It was a few weeks ago. Um, okay. Because I was like, why didn't I contribute? Um, the um, <laughs> When you guys were talking about how it's this weekly thing, yes, I am so on board with that. Yeah. Like, this binging world has fucking been great, but this appointment. Appointment television. Thank you. Yeah. Is I'm down for it. This and like all the HBO stuff, because that's still coming out on schedule. I am like exhausted with the whole binging schedule and the fact that when this thing drops. It feels like it's a race. It's a yes. FOMO race, and you've got to watch as much as you can to <laughs> yeah. not have to close your office doors the yeah. next day. Well, and especially for us, like we were doing race. a podcast. Yes, on where this we're very talking thing, about right? this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then, as Brian mentioned the other day, is like. Is like then it drops, you're blowing your load, and you got to wait years for the next whatever. You're I love it where what? these things Whoa, trickle out. Next month. So I'm going to recap the release schedule for The Mandalorian because I think it's pretty unique. Is The first episode was Tuesday, November 12th. The next episode is Friday, November 15th. And from there, they're going to be doing Friday, uh, Friday drops, the 22nd, the 29th, December 6th and 13th. The last two episodes, episodes seven and eight, um, will be coming out on Wednesday, December 18th, and then the Friday, December 27th. And I think that's because of uh, Rise of the Skywalker. That was the other thing that... The I Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Yeah. I've made it sound better. No, well, fine. So yeah, that last week, there are two episodes in one. And from what I understand, 
the release date, the release schedule for new episodes is going to be Friday at midnight Eastern, which means for us um, Pacific ta- uh, time zone people, uh, Thursday at 9 p.m. is going to be a great time. Oh, we're going to watch it tonight! Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, it's on tonight again? That's what I understand is like all their releases are going to be Friday at midnight Eastern, Eastern. So we can watch which it means 9, 9 p.m. Oh. for well, us on the West Coast. If you want to still be awake, yeah, you can watch The Clone Wars. After The Clone Wars, we can watch it. So I think the <laughs> thing I like about this the most too because like when I think back about watching you know Stranger Things or like Daredevil on Netflix and and all those I can't recap a single specific episode because I felt the need to binge watch it's a giant 13 hour movie and then the fact that they have you know people coming like Horatio Sands doing a really short thing Taika Waititi seemingly doing a very short episode right it's still a little bit more memorable, and they they can they can have a lot more of these stars coming through, and it'll be more memorable because chances are you're probably going to watch it a couple of times before the next episode mm-hmm. comes. Totally. Out. Well, and it's like the the general s- state of our brains, right? Like people are up on their phones till they fall asleep, and your brain, so says science, needs this time of no input to relax and catalog and put in your proper memories right. mm-hmm. and with the convenience of the phone we don't really have that as much and that's going to be the same thing with with binging is it's all in your head and all sort of gloms together but with the weekly schedules you have a chance to digest it and anticipate next week i agree we let haven't. me say sorry uh, one one thing about mandalorian that i that kind of bumped me a little baby bit was it did the um the rogue one thing which is like uh there was a lot of and i guess you call them easter eggs and, you know, clickbait websites fucking thrive off of this shit. They want to point out to you, like, all the stuff, all the Ten references. things you missed in... Yeah. yeah, and where it's from and all that. But that that was what Rogue One did, and that's why I didn't like it. It was like, remember this from Star Wars? <laughs> I was like, yes, I know. And, and it did that. There was a lot of elements in this, a lot of things where I was just like... John, I know. I'm watching a Star Wars. I, I understand that. I saw the title. I came here for this specifically. You don't need to put all these little referencey stupid fucking things. But I think that was like first episode and it'll build off it's of that. It's now establishing. It's establishing yeah. itself. You're in a Star War and guess what? Now we'll start inventing our own shit. But 18 minutes, we'll 31 it. seconds, you might see have seen Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, really? Maybe. The other thing I, I was gonna, just in the back in the background. No, seriously, eighteen oh, minutes okay. thirty one seconds. Back. I would I think not... it's eighteen minutes thirty one seconds. Um, but uh, there's a, a guy in the corner in the background that has a Boba Fett like a, a mask, a Mandalorian mask that's the same color as Boba Fett. Uh, Apparently, but, but, but the timeline, has... Boba Fett would be dead. No, back to life. Maybe he got out of that timeline. Like maybe, uh, maybe just the guy with the helmet. Google. Okay, we're gonna it is a helmet. But we didn't talk about the biggest spoiler at the end. Yes. The bounty target. So oh. that, I think, was kind of cool because <gasps> there's all this thing. You're just like, I don't know what the fuck Yoda is, right? And I Nobody have, does. I, in terms yeah, exactly. Of Nobody yeah. knows Yoda what his species only, is. Yeah, exactly. And he's really the only species that George Lucas has held and kept and been like, <laughs> yeah. nobody can touch Yoda. Yeah. So this is almost like a gift to John Favreau yeah. and be like, mm. take this ball and And holy it. fuck, was it a cute gift. Oh my God. Oh, it was the best. so fucking adorable. I was so old. mad. I was so mad when like they they were going in and I said to Johnny, I was like, the bounty's going to be a fucking baby. And I was so mad. I was like, <laughs> it's going to be a fucking baby and then we're going to have a baby in the show and it's going to be bullshit and he's going to have to protect it. Yeah. And then like they, they like open the thing and I was like, it's a fucking baby in there like I was so mad and then you see the little ears and I was like oh and then you see it's alive I'm like 
It was mind blowing. Um, Johnny had a good theory mm. um, that doesn't really make any sense, but I thought it was kind of a cool theory um, because Yoda. We don't know any of his history. You don't know he's the only one of his race. Blah blah blah. Johnny was like, "What if Yoda is like a fucking phoenix, and when he <gasps> dies, oh, oh my god, and then he comes back, right?" And the 50, like but then like the 50 years doesn't really right. line up and then of course like he's still a force ghost and whatever right. but it was right. just like right. a cool thing I was like that would be cool if his yep. race was like a phoenix thing yeah, and that's why he's so wise is because like every time he comes back maybe he has all those like but how many years after Jedi is this five this is five years mm-hmm. yeah right. So, I mean, it could line up, but I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it does line well, up. Well, unless you laid an egg, like, earlier. <laughs> like, okay. Lady Yoda. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Yoda egg. Five years ago he busted like out that. a hot one? Yeah, he blasted <laughs> a hot one. That's what I say, bud. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that was The Mandalorian. Thanks be. for listening. Do you guys That's think, great. one last thing, this is going to end up being related to Boba Fett? That's all I can think of. No. No. I, again, with the, like, all the There'll Easter eggy shit, they... I don't know if John Favreau has the restraint mm. to not make it that it's Boba Fett's dad or uncle uh, or Django Fett. J- Django yeah, Fett. or related to Django or something. I know the Mandalorians are a whole race of dude who all wear the helmets. And ladies. But do you really think that we're going to get through this series and he's not going to be in some way related to or you know, secret gay lovers to or <laughs> old roommates or something to Boba Fett? Really, come on. Six degrees of separation. No, Boba Fett, like, there's going to be some reference, I'm sure. Because all this is is Boba Fett the show. If you, if I, (laughs) we found out this is Boba Fett, I wouldn't be surprised, by the way. If that ends up being the twist, that he gets out of the thing and starts bounty hunting again, and this just is him, not surprised. It's like uh, Dark Knight Rises at the end where they look at uh, his, uh, the Mandalorian's ID, and he's like, you should go by your first name, Boba. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, as much as like, yeah, first impressions, it looks great and everything. I think it's gonna fall into all those traps. We'll Wouldn't be surprised. Okay, you're gonna hear my eyes rolling across the town yeah. when that happens. <laughs> all right, let's talk Doctor Sleep. So, Kirsten and Paul saw this. Mm-hmm. This is the spiritual successor or actual sequel. Yes, it is yeah. to yeah. The Shining. Yes. And you uh, and McGregor and. Come and play with us, girls, and lots of people with shining eyes. Tell us about it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, it was kind of weird. I kind of got like a, almost like a made-for-TV movie feel out of it, mm. though. Um, I still really enjoyed it. Um, Ewan McGregor is always fabulous. He can be in anything, um, and I will watch it. Um, it. It did a pretty good service to the sequel, the, the, the book itself. Um, it took a little bit of liberties um, into what Paul is talking about with Star Wars, about, hey... Do you remember this from The Shining? <laughs> Here it is again. Um, it did. It did that a bit, but uh, I, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I think it definitely is that like sequely, rebooty whatever thing for sure. But I think it does it in a really smart way that you can tell it's like built out of a a real reverence for the original and like what Stanley Kubrick did with the original movie. That's good. And news. it's it's one of the only examples I've ever seen of such an interesting dynamic of what you're doing is like you're making. An adaptation of a book, but also making a direct sequel to a movie that took a lot of liberties with its 
source mm-hmm. material. Right. Book. So which do you follow? Yeah. And and they do a great balancing act, I think. Good. in this movie, yeah, of like, yeah, they got to go back to the Overlook and they got to recreate it so it looks exactly as it does in mm-hmm. the Kubrick movie, and the carpet's got to be the same, and the smashed door that Jack Nicholson peeks through, and all of that. And I think they do it in a phenomenal way that you're going to be stoked. Because we saw it with Jason Lamb because he's such a, a, a fan of uh, the he's original a, yeah. Shining movie. And I think he was really satisfied with all those little nods. That's and great. I, even, I wouldn't even put it in the same category as fan service. It just is a good, faithful sequel, and that's it. Is it scary? Mm. Is it good scary? I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's a It's a horror thriller. That's what it's... Said, but I wouldn't say it was scary. It's more creepy. It's more mood. Okay. Yeah, fair I mean, enough. Fair I enough. was never scared. Right. It's like, uh, it's got some psychological shit that's like kind of like, oh. Yeah. No, that's shit. great. I like that. That's cool. If right. I wasn't so broken, like I probably would <laughs> I thought you. More. I was going to actually say, but unfortunately, it only happened at the beginning that I just love watching scary movies next to you, Paul. It's kind of like watching a mo- any movie next to Bud with his noises. Oh, what? Because when something scary is going to happen, Paul takes his collar oh. and he tucks like the bottom half of his face up in his oh. collar, like just up to his nose, right. which is weird because you're not even covering your eyes. That's you're covering amazing. your nose. Hey, no, hey, I want to see it. Some shelter is better than no That's shelter. That's right. Ghosts can't I... get up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> In the first like five minutes of the movie, I saw Paul do that, and I was like, excellent. But that was the only time you did it. So that that's, it. that's a good barometer of how scary it is. Yeah. It's when Paul's shirt comes up. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, you know what's kind of neat about this movie? It's like it's kind of a like a, the most original take I think I've ever seen on like a vampire movie. Like, the bad guys are this very specific original thing that Stephen King invented to complement his idea of The Shining and, like, that supernatural power that some people have, that version of the Force. And he puts – he, like, inserts these people who are essentially vampires. Mm -hmm. Shining vampires. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of cool because I haven't seen an original take on that kind of thing in a while. And um, it was done really well. And in the movie, it's done really well. Like, that – Kind of early on, like you you first see one, but then you see other ones appear in yep. the woods. Like that was really well done. The style of this movie is like nailed it. The lady that plays uh, Rose the Hat too is just phenomenal. Yeah. Such a good actress, and she looks she, like a young Michelle Pfeiffer. She is hmm. the lady from the horror Haunting on Hill House. Oh, Haunting Hill House. Um, yeah, she's like the um, psychiatrist lady in that movie, oh. and her in real life husband is the director of Haunting on Hill House, oh. and he's the guy that directed Doctor Sleep. Oh, crazy yeah so it's same same director so he does have some really good psychological horror chops on him and he did do a really good homage i thought to um the kubrick film like a lot of those like really off center like shots and um like did a good job as a director i think the um the restraint also is like should be commended because like you could go really really hard with this the, the the references and the winky naughty nudgy shit that the, everyone does in Star Wars, but when you hold back just a bit, you say that, but then there's that whole scene in the ballroom. Yeah, but <laughs> so they so in the end of the movie or near to the end, they go back to the Overlook Hotel, and you, oh, they save that for the end. That's good. Yeah, right. It's kind of the climax of the movie, 
And uh, and so the, he shows the restraints, though, because like you don't hear that original music from The Shining until they're driving the road to you the overlook. Like, yeah, and it's yeah, and it's very impactful. It's like okay, guys, remember this, rather than leaning on it throughout the entire rest of the movie. Um, it's little things like that that like then when you get there, because it's like the pacing is pretty, you know, measured. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. it's a pretty slow movie. It really builds and builds and builds. But then when you get there, I think it pays off. So. Mm. It's called foreplay, everybody, in fucking Star Wars. We should think about it for a second there, cutie pie. <laughs> blast a hot one real fast. <laughs> hot one blast, I mean. <laughs> okay, all right. As if Yoda lays eggs. <laughs> Shall we generally, maybe not too spoilery, maybe not too detail go over the development in the last couple weeks between Watchmen uh, and his dark materials? Watchmen, like it, watch it, but also very happy to have proof now that um, a Dr. Manhattan dildo is a thing. Oh, yeah. Thank you for that being <laughs> your right. summary, Kristen yeah, James. She did That's that. I saw it and I was like, ah, it is a thing. There's a blue dick that you can buy. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was all was... vintage. Yes. <laughs> it came in a case. Yeah, can you imagine how weird that would be? Like, if you had like an ex boyfriend, you're like, oh, I really miss that dick. And they're like, oh, I can buy it. Cool. I think people do that pretty often. What? Yeah, it's a custom thing. You've been able to do that for years. You go but online. But like an ex-boyfriend? I wouldn't yeah. be like, and you how do like I get a plaster cast? cast of the guy's wang. And so then you I'm like George Lucas and I sneak into his house and get a plaster <laughs> cast of wow. his dick. I mean, I guess you would do it while you were still together. Yeah, and then you'd have it left over from the relationship. Yeah, it was you like can't a do all these sleeping because it'd be all flat. <laughs> There's so much You get so many boners at night, Brian. I watched a documentary <laughs> recently oh about God. that. It's called Imagineering. That part of the Watchmen, I was like, <laughs> Dr. Manhattan dildo. Done. Yeah. Check. That's Exist. awesome. Yeah, bars. <sighs> and you can get, like, I think you can do custom fleshlights, too. So if you'd, like, miss a lady's vagina. I don't need that. Vagina. What, what, oh, okay. Was like, yeah. What would I do with that? Put my fist in it? Oh, my, <laughs> my God. God. <laughs> so I'm really enjoying Watchmen. You really Watchmen. ought to be more gentle. <laughs> Watchmen is great. What I'm liking a little bit more about Watchmen as compared to dark, his Dark Materials, which I don't like to compare the shows, but they're running at the same time and they're both very me things, so I kind of do have a bit of a, do a bit of a comparison, is that Watchmen is set and it's completely, it's set now in this new timeline of an alternate reality, and so there is not a lot of, oh, I'm expecting this to happen, oh, this happened, great, I can tick it off my list, where his Dark Materials is a direct adaptation of the books, which I know and love and I'm reading again presently. Yes, with my eyeballs, Paul, don't you give me that look. Ooh. And um, so it's his Dark Materials, the first episode really didn't grab me much. Yeah, but Agreed. the second episode was leagues better. Oh. And interestingly, they are really effing with the timelines. Oh. Um, and things are happening way out of order. And it's kind of cool. I kind of like the precariousness of it, the not having to go through the list and, oh, yes, this is going to happen next, this is going to happen next. They're putting in some new things, and they're completely screwing up with when certain things happen. And I do like that because it is an adaptation. It's not a strict, you know, making of. Um, but the Watchmen world still has me closer right now because of the unpredictability. Like, right. what the hell, Silver Slippery Lube guy? Okay, like... It's just like these things like this just happen and then they're gone and we have no like we haven't seen a squid fall since episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the preview for the next episode coming up looks to be very looking glass centric. Looking glass. Had, oh, looking glass was in Dr. Sleep, by the way. Was he? Interesting. 
That's so actor. cool. Yeah. yeah. Looking Glass had one line in episode three, and I still thought it was the coolest, you know, the coolest scene of the show. I love that this guy and that actor and that character, which to me is closer to Rorschach than any of these, uh, any of these seventh cavalry guys. Mm-hmm. And so the next episode looks fairly focused on him. And I can't wait. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm liking the nods. And I'm liking the new characters, and yeah, I'm really enjoying Watchmen. But yeah, this la- this last episode of his Dark Materials has has pulled me in a bit more. Yeah, that's he- great to know about because honestly, like I haven't even watched it yet. Yeah, his and Dark I love his no. Dark Materials. Mm, love episode. love the books, like everything, just like you, bud. But like I watched that first episode, I fell asleep. Yeah, in the last yeah, twenty I believe minutes, it. I believe yes. it. Um, and then you know the the Mandalorian and Watchmen and a bunch of other shit came up, and I haven't even watched the second episode, yep. and I'm a fan. So so this is. I mean, it's a very uh, ridiculous thing to complain about, but like, it's too much shit right now. Kind of is. It, like, we had this drought, and then everything, yeah. and then Disney Plus. What and the? And like, like these last two weeks, I've got nothing but time in the afternoons. Yeah, you know, and um, I haven't got around to his dark materials. So he's his DMs, as I'm calling it. Um, I slid into his DMs yet? I haven't. I haven't yeah, slid yeah. into that <laughs> second episode because you're right. That first episode didn't get me. I'll watch it today though if it's that good. I want to watch it. I want to like it. Yeah, second episode. I was quite surprised because again, as a fan, I'm just like, oh, I really wanted that to be better. He says after episode one, but after episode two and the previews for what's coming up, I'm I'm excited. But then Watchmen's been great from the beginning. So absolutely, yeah. Watchmen has been consistently watch the Watchmen. Great. Everyone listening. Yeah. Um, what's this about puppets? Oh yeah, so I just learned uh, through uh, there's there there are review podcasts for every show, but the HBO has put together an official. Um, no, wait a second, I just got confused. HBO, I'll, let me just finish that thought. HBO mm. has put together an official Watchmen podcast with Damon Lindelof. Every three episodes, they're going to come out with it. That is completely not it. Yeah. Um, but listening to a different review podcast about his Dark Materials, I learned that they have reference puppets for all the Damons. Uh, or demons, as they say on the show, I guess, um, for on set for practical interaction. And they're kind of creepy, but they really, they serve the purpose. <laughs> and especially for kids to be able to, because like, sometimes you'll see the fabric move and that's, that's a removed um, right. puppet with CGI put over it. And I love that they did that because you, you get to build a rapport, I guess with the puppeteer slash, if you put your mind into it with your, Damon, because this is supposed to be your soul. And to just be looking at a green or silver ball or to be looking at nothing, I think might be difficult for an actor. And so I love the fact that they have built um, practical puppet Damons for all of the principal characters, and they are on screen with them, and they're shooting them, and then they just digitally erase them and replace them with the CG ones. Hmm. What's with that calling them Damons? I don't, or I mean, yeah, I demons. Know. I don't care for that at all. I, uh, I know what a demon is. It's a scary. That's the thing. That's the whole differentiation right? for I'm me. I'm just picturing... The puppet version of Matt Damon from Team America. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, yeah. Brian. The relationship with that. your Damon. Brian has, said, <laughs> Brian has said nothing for 20 minutes and then it's this. That's good. <laughs> right. Well, so why do they change the pronunciation? Or is it is it left up to your imagination in the book? And what was it in the movie? What was it in the audiobook? In the audiobooks, it's Damon. Oh. I don't remember what it is in the movie. And in the show, they're calling it demons. It's, uh, it's, it's confusing. Don't care for. Don't care for either. Yeah. Is that it? What else are we talking about? We did pretty good. What are we at here? What's our time? At? Uh, an hour and a half. <laughs> Let's call it. Let's call it. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> so, right. like, if we had another art rant, then yeah, we would have been okay. the same time as last, <laughs> last week. If you would like to rant at <laughs> us, get at us uh, by email geekoutatthezone.fm. We also have a Facebook page where you can see what uh, our, when our latest episodes are posted. But the Facebook group is probably where you want to be because that's where all of our great interaction happens. Hi, everybody. 
And uh, you're listening to the podcast, so I presume you've subscribed. Please rate us and give us a review and stuff. Oh, I meant to say this like a last week or week before. The the person that I am screaming at and uh, calling a maniac and like uh, being really mean to it looks like um, uh-huh. I know him. We're old friends. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh yeah, I commented on that when I'm like, "Oh, well this discussion is going well." Yeah, 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 just in case you thought that like he was just a nice listener and I was screaming at <laughs> well, him. Well, I I know from you. Asshole. I know that's not something that you would do, but it, I I do appreciate yeah. the context. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have a hello from another member of the Zones podcast family. Yo, what's up, you guys? <laughs> if you think you'd like the spiciest hot takes of two millennial ding-dongs from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, then you should listen to the PJ Party podcast. It's highlights of our show that we do on the Zone at 91.3 and some trash talk about other things. <laughs> That's true. It's just trash. <laughs> so get it wherever you get your podcasts. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Also, there's a blog on thezone.fm, so please look at that so it's not wasted of my time. Yeah. <laughs> And all of our podcasts can be found at thezone.fm slash geekout. Kirsten, how's your paper plane coming along? Well, it's not a plane. It's, it's a fan? A, um, yeah. It's a crane. Yeah. It's a hat. It's a hat boat. It's going to be a hat. It's a hat boat. Where can we find you on Instagram? Instagram. I'm just going to rewrite these extras somehow. I don't know what I'm going to do. Paul? <laughs> yeah, Instagram. <laughs> God's sakes. Brian? <laughs> the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'm Webmeister Button All Social. Thanks for listening through. It's been the Geek Out Podcast. Bye! The Geek Out Podcast is a production of The Zone at 91.3. The views expressed here are not necessarily those of this radio station. And really, some of those views are pretty stupid. I mean, come on. For more on-demand audio from The Zone, visit thezone.fm slash podcast or the on-demand tab of our app. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a zoner. Fuck you, Paul. Think about it for a second. That's what, a, that's what it means by want. It's, it's not just settling for what you have or what you are. It's wanting to be a little bit better. So to me... The-